We are talking about unlean coded days. And we say, please I'd like you to be attentive so that you can help me to gain speed this morning. I'd like to appreciate God's servant. I'd like to appreciate the wife, the first lady of the house. You look super this morning. You look, you look, um, you look panache. You look panache. You look panache this morning. We're talking about warfare. But the Bible said concerning Solomon that during his reign, there was no war. War ceased. Sir, how can somebody reign and war ceased? And the father, that was a prayer mantis, that we call a man after the heart of God, reigned and there was war. Why? We are dealing with coded days. Now listen to me. Don't let anybody make you to be afraid. Because many of you are here this morning, you have heard about coded days. And when you wake up in the morning, you begin to live at the mercy of your enemy. Eh, who knows what will happen today? Hello? We are not born again to live in fear. Now listen to me. I don't know what is in my future, but I know the one that holds my future. I, I thought you were going to say louder amen. amen. When you come to church, don't forget your mouth at home. In warfare, strategies matters. Strategy. Strategy. Don't just rush into war front or else you become a casualty. I say this to you. Life is a jungle. You either kill or you are being killed. Uh, I don't think you heard me. Life is a jungle. You either kill or they'll kill you. There are people we call witches and wizards. The owners of the nice season. If a witch, God forbid, or a wizard kill you now, and the wizard get born again after three months, he will make it to heaven. So you and the wizard you will meet in heaven. But I vow, no witch will kill me. I will kill before you kill me. Kill before you kill me. So in warfare, strategy matters. And I'll be talking this morning on, briefly, on redeeming the coded days. How can I redeem coded days? Hello? The Bible said, watch and pray. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the Bible said, watch and pray. Choir members, watch and pray. It did not say, pray and pray. So Christianity does not take away the place of logic or sense. I spoke to somebody, sir, and I said, some of us are complaining about our marriages. Hello? Young ladies, some of you are complaining about your marriage, your relationship. But the issue is, um, when you were dating and courting, there were some red flags that appeared. But you chose to ignore them. Hello? Toy, can you help me with this? Help me with this stand. I I'm going to stay within the limit of my 30 minutes. Uh, there are many of us, when you were dating, you, you noticed some red flags. But you chose to ignore. That's why when you are dating any lady now, and there are things you don't like, you better face it squarely. Or else it will speak at the end of the day. 
You need to be very brutal. Hello? I don't take that. The way you are talking, I don't take it. Hello? That is me. Because sooner than later, prayer will not be able to handle it. There are many of us here that are facing warfare. Your problem is not that God has not fought for you. The problem is there are things that we left undone. Wake up. I'm going to do justice within 30 minutes. I'm trusting God for that. God gave you sense so that you allow him to rest. So there's a place of sense in warfare. My church leaders are watching me in South Africa now because I commanded them to watch me. If you are not a tight payer, I will never ordain you as a pastor. It's a law. So when I ordain you, I don't need prayer to be praying that God let him pay tight. Uh-uh. No matter how big you are and you are in the choir, if you can't listen to the raw rules and regulation of the choir, check out. I think I should pastor you for three months. Some of you will disappear. Somebody looked at me and he said, you are too, you are too soft. I said, okay. <laughs> you had first lady laughing. If you are not strategic in warfare, things will not work for you. The question this morning is, are you strategic? Even in raising your children, are you strategic? What you allow your children to start with when they are young, you can't change it when they are old. Hello, sir. Well, I'm talking in my context. Visitors came to visit you. And your son is sitting with you in the living room or in the lounge. I don't know what you call it in the Western world. And your son or your daughter is taking the remote and changing the channel and you cannot say stop it. I will invite the boy to the bedroom and say, come, let's talk. Some of you visitors come to visit you because you have overpampered the child and the visitor is eating and he's dipping his hand inside the same plate. And you say, no, that's how we behave. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 16. I'm going to try. I'll, I'll speed up. Ephesians, give me from Amplified Translation. Ephesians chapter 5, verse number 16. Making the very most of your time, not in heaven, on earth, recognizing and taking advantage of each opportunity and using it with wisdom and diligence. Because the days are filled with evil. And I said I'm talking on redeeming the coded of days by the power of decision making. It is decision and not your condition that determines your destiny in every battle. Hello sir, in every battle of life, it is your decision that determines the outcome. Decision. Hello, we have prayed too much. We have fasted too much. What about the place of decision making? Think about it. Sir, think about it. I went to high school. I think you know I went to school. Because some of you think when we are pastors, we don't go to school. I went to high school and I was, I was a science student. 
but sir, I struggled with science. Not because I was not brilliant, but because I didn't use enough time to solve equations. And but when you give me anything literature to read, I excel. And I discovered I was in the wrong class. Three months to the time we are writing the final exam, I swapped. I changed to another class. And I made it. And I felt that what should I study? Let me study law. And I did theology for my first degree. And I did journalism for my second degree. And I felt, let me go and study law again. Decision. You are in the same class. You discover that people that are in the same class don't end up in the same place. Why? The same atmosphere, the same teacher, the same condition, the same country, maybe even the same family. The power of decision. Choir members, you are young now. Let me say this to you. In the next 10 years, all of you that are here will not end on the same place. Now, listen to me. I want you to listen to me this morning so that by the time your mate begins to make it, you won't see your mate at the bus stop or anywhere and turn your back because of shame. Decision. Decision. You can win that battle if you know how to decide. It is the decision and not the condition you are facing that determines your destiny. Hello? What you are passing through now is nothing. So don't make it superior. Say, how I wish you know what I'm going through. Hey! The Bible said there is no new thing under the sun. Oh, I was, sir, I was, I was listening to, I was watching millionaires, millionaires, uh, black millionaires in America. And I was watching them, and I saw a millionaire, two or three of them, they have been divorced five times. Five. And he said, I discovered that it is not my issue. It is the issue of quality decision. He said, the fifth time, I got it right. Look, I want to talk to somebody here that you feel your house is in a mess. I want to talk to somebody here that you feel your finances is in a mess. I want to talk to somebody here that you feel you are the only person. It is a lie. There is no new thing under the sun. The issue is what you are passing through is not the problem. It is your decision that can make you to come out victorious. Who we'll tell you that our church cannot grow? I know our church can grow. The only thing we need in this church, we need a little bit of uh, good customer service relationship. And we need some people to keep quiet, not to gossip. We need some people to face their business. Don't look at what is happening in the life of your neighbor. Who cares? Who call you to be the judge? Who call you to be the judge? If I pass all this to three months, I'll polish you. Because there are things I will never take. Am I too hard? I need to be hard. There are some of you, if I marry you, you will shape it up. Shaping up, you shaping up. <laughs> you shaping up. <laughs> shaping up. So, you are my first student. Listen, and Toby. So, what are we saying? Decision. The quality of your life is determined by the quality of your decision. Our lives are controlled by the decision we make. We are not going to read. Joel chapter 3, verse number 9, 10 to 14, talks about the value of decision. May I say this to you? Many of you are here. You're supposed to be big businessman, big businesswoman, but you have used your 10 fingers. I don't know what it means here. You have used your 10 fingers to finish your salary. Oh, 
last week, Thursday, sir, with all humility. I was privileged to sit inside, I mean, to have contact with greatness in this land. The guy started his shop here. Number two, automatic road. And today, he's at Avon City. And he's one of the rich guys in the land. And he took me to his personal room. Took me to his office. I, he said, ask any question. And I said, sir, what are the books that you read? Huh? He looked at me. He said, do you want to see my library? I said, and I went into his library. This guy reads a lot of management and books on finance. I said, oh. And I took a screenshot. I said, it's time to school myself into greatness. You know, when you don't ask questions, you become like a question mark. Our lives are controlled by the decisions we make. In 2 Kings chapter 18, verse number 21, because of time we are not going to read, he said, for how long are you going to halt between two decisions? Why? There are many of you here, you would have been great, I mean, multi-businessmen, great men in the land. But the question is, how can a salary earner be moving with a salary earner and think you can be a multi-millionaire? No. No, it doesn't work like that. Why do people play golf? They play golf not because they want to play golf. They play golf to rob minds with greatness. I sat with Pastor Kevin this morning and I was asking him a question. I invited him. Let me ask, use other people's brain to rise. Let me tell you five things about decision. Number one, decision is what you believe. It is what you believe about your situation. There are some of you that are seated here, you have felt that my life cannot change more than this. What do you believe about your situation? Number two, decision is also gotten from where you live. Where you live determines your decision. Where you live. <laughs> Number three. When you want to make decisions, you need to understand who am I to be with in the days of my crisis. Hello? You need some painkillers. Painkillers in the days of crisis. People that will hold you and say, I don't want to know what is happening to you, but I believe in you. You must be out of this situation. You need painkillers in times of crisis. The person you are with now, is he a painkiller or a pain causer? If there's anything like that. Number four, you need to know what to do in time of crisis. Number five, you need to know what to give, what to give up in time of crisis. A pastor had a crisis in Nigeria some years back. And the pastor said, I want to leave. I said, don't leave. If you leave, you are still coming back to meet the mess. So face the mess. <laughs> Until the mess becomes a message. Stop running away. Face your problem. There are many of us, we are too childish. You run away from problems. Running away from problems does not solve the problem. It's like taking alcohol because of problem. When the rum, or what do you call it? Is it Caribbean rum or anything rum? When you take the rum, and by the time you are out of the rum, you become rubbish. The problem will wake you up. If you can take different decisions, ladies and gentlemen, if you can take different decisions today, you will live a totally different life. No matter the coded days. Listen to what Dwight Enshower said. One time American president, he said, and I quote, the history of free men is never written 
by choice. No, by chance, but by choice. The history of great men is never written by chance, but by choice. So your life will not answer to chance. It will answer to choice. And science made us to understand that 2,000 ideas crosses our mind. So we make, sorry, 20,000 decisions, 20,000 thoughts crosses our mind every day. Your brain will help you to make decisions. So balance your, what you feed with your brain. You know, your brain will help you with making decisions. But the issue is, what are you reading? And who is feeding your brain? There are many of us who are too suspicious. If we are seated now, and I sit with First Lady, and you are coming in, and I say, and we are talking. Some of you will say, can you see? I'm not coming to this church again. Bishop and First Lady, they are talking about me. Why are you so suspicious? Can't you live a free life? Can't you live a free life? Until people backbite you, you are not in front. It also said they call it backbiting. Have you ever heard anybody say frontbiting? There's no English like that. The higher you go, the hotter it becomes. Now listen to me. David Oedeko said, when you become a high flyer, you become the talk of the town. Your brain. What are you reading? You can win that battle, but the issue is, what are you reading? And who is talking to you? Who is feeding you with stories? Who tell you that you cannot make it in this land? If some people made it, we can make it. Can I hear amen? Can you say in the name of Jesus, the resources of this land are converted to me in Jesus' name. Now let's look at the life of successful men. Number one. They set their own standard. So this morning, if you want to win in the days of coded days, I mean, in coded days, set your own standard. And you set your standard, sir, by proving principles. Principles, not by guesswork. Principles. My mother, she's with the Lord now. So my mother never drove a car before she died. And for my mother to take the key to my car and say, I want to drive, she will kill herself. You know why? You don't use age to drive. <laughs> you don't use age. You don't use age to, to go through this wicked world. We live in a wicked world. If you don't understand the dynamics of warfare, you may go down. That's why I laugh when somebody says, God has called me. You know the problem in church? I think we should stop ordaining people. In church, once you ordain somebody as a pastor, after three months, you say, God just called me to start a church. New Overcomers Church. And you begin to tell people that you see, forget about what God is doing in Overcomer. This is a new one. Now listen to me. If you have never seen Pharaoh before, don't try outside until you are anointed. Because there are Pharaohs outside. Pharaoh, I preached in a place, and on Sunday we are having a final program. And they said, if Bishop Vaughn comes here today, we will kill him. And before I arrived, my church members, they are watching me now live. And they said, don't come to church today. They said they will kill you. I said, do I look like somebody you can kill? And they stood in front of the tent. And I walked across them and I shook their hand. They said, you are welcome, sir. 
Hello? You need to understand the dynamics of warfare. Don't try Pharaoh. Speaking in tongues is not enough. Don't try Pharaoh. We are talking about power. Don't try Pharaoh. Particularly, some of you are here. Everywhere you get to, you must eat. Anybody that can you come and eat? Say, let's sit down and eat. Okay. Be careful what goes inside of you. Because what goes inside of you can reduce your spiritual authority. Set your own standard by proving principles. Trade biblical principles in the days of warfare. Sir, they are listening to me now. I was privileged to pastor in the French countries. I was privileged to, well, queen. And uh, you know Cameroon very well. Do you know the northern part of Cameroon? Have you been to Kuseri before? I was privileged to pastor in northern Cameroon, sir. I was privileged to pastor in a place they call Republic of Chad. Republic of Chad, where you enter and you see the immigration, you will disappear. You know why? They are dressed like militants, like an Islamic Taliban. And nearly every three months, insurgencies leave the bush to enter into the city. They are listening to me now. You know, if you will lie, you will say, when I was in Japan, this is not Japan. And when I got there, the pastor said, you are welcome. I am happy that you are relieving me. I said, why? He said, insurgencies always enter this town every two months or three months. You know what I did? And I read the scripture. And they went from one kingdom to the other. From one nation and another. He suffered no man to do them harm. He said, touch, you may touch everybody. Touch not my anointed. I took that scripture. I ate it. I didn't quote it. I ate it. And when I, when they were welcoming on Sunday, I said, ladies and gentlemen, insurgencies may be entering this place. I say, all the years and days I'm spending in Jamina, insurgencies are not allowed to enter. My word become a law. You know the reason why you are still suffering from warfare? You are too carnal with your spoken word. <laughs> and I said it, and I slept over it. Sir, I spent three years in Jamina. The day I handed over, I told the pastor, I said, you are the next now. This is what helped me. Up to you. The next month, they entered. The pastor went on that bed. We may be in the same country. We may be in the same family. It doesn't mean that the same thing will work for us. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Charles has done his best. The issue now is, what principles are you living with? You know why? Sons of millionaires are not always millionaires. Why? They forget to ask, what are the secrets that our fathers have to do? Tell your neighbor, you are an overcomer. I said, tell your neighbor. Look for a neighbor and tell your neighbor you are an overcomer. Number two, how do you win in times of crisis? I say you need a principle. That is a principle. You make up your mind that you will never lose any battle again. Number two, that rich men or great men does, you need self-management. Self what? Especially, hello, you need emotional management. 
there are many of us here, plus including me, your emotion fluctuates too much. And you now say it's a witch. It's not a witch. The enemy will use your weakness to work on you. Ladies and gentlemen, we are talking about coded days. If you can manage your emotion, the enemy cannot do anything. Hello? Self-management. Wake up. Self-management. When last did you manage your area of weakness? And that is why we are losing battles tonight. Self-management. When you know this is your area of weakness, pray for grace. Work on it. If you know that you get angry when people talk, when they are talking, you may be chewing gum so that it will cool you down. <laughs> because what you say now may be used against you tomorrow. I used to be very angry when people talk. But God has engraced me that when you talk, I'll just be looking at you. Is that all? The highest I will say is okay. <laughs> oh, I learned that from my dad. My mother was a fire person. Fire. 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 She was from Elisha. My, my father will say one thing, my mother will say three things. And you know what my father did? My father will take newspaper and begin to read. When my mother has finished talking, my mother will say, but you are not responding. She will take this newspaper and take it away from my father. My father will stand up. My father will walk out of the house. After some minutes, my mother will be calling my father. Uh, the supper is ready. Where are you? My father will say, hope you won't fight me again. Say, I won't fight you again. <laughs> he will enter. Hello? It takes two to fight. When you know that guy is a fire for fire person, carry your bag and say, uh, I don't know how to see it. You want to know the meaning? Listen to me. You don't need to fight your friend. Do you know how to overcome your friend? Reduce your going to his house. I don't need to fight you. If I know you are fighting me, I know you are fighting me, no problem. I will fight you back. I will reduce the way I talk to you. By the time you come back to your senses, you say, I'm sorry. Hello? Anybody that is having anger management here, receive grace today. I said receive grace today. You don't need to respond to everything. Uh-uh. Your husband's phone is ringing. What's your problem? Are you a telephone service? Leave it. In case you want to take the phone, just go by reverse edition or reverse start. Take it. Don't look at what is there. Just take it like this. And you go to your husband, you say, it's ringing. And you give it back to your husband like this. Because what you see may disturb your system. What's your problem? But every phone you see, every phone, what's your problem? Your girlfriend's phone is ringing. And you are doing like this. You are peeping. As if you are an ostrich. What's your problem? What you don't see will not disturb you. Can I hear loud amen? I know you are. You can't say, but can I hear loud amen now? I know in this Western world, when you are dating, somebody will say, did you date? I don't know. <laughs> when you are dating and uh, maybe you are in the car together and you are answering call, say, but why? Drop that call. Drop that call. <laughs> I had a guy. <laughs> Mama can tell you. And he was say, drop that call. I said, ah, drop what? <laughs> From where? Is it your phone? <laughs> Did we buy together? What's your problem? Are you sick? 
Is it me you marry or you marry the phone? Self-management. Control your emotion. Stop talking anyhow. Because that person you talk rudely to, maybe your helper tomorrow. Number three, that help great men, implementation. There are many of you here, you are praying for business. You have registered your business, but take action. <laughs> Putting your certificate in the bedroom will not make business to speak. Do something. Tell your neighbor, do something. I say, tell your neighbor, do something. Um, let, let's, let me try. Let me try. Let me try. Let me show you there are, there are decision traps that the enemy use. Number one is called stimulus overflow. The stimulus overflow. There are many of you when you want to make decisions, you make too many decisions. So what do you do? When you have many decisions, chunk them to five. Pick the first five. The first five. Stimulus uh, overflow. Number two is permanent stress. Many people want to take decisions, but they are too stressed. Stress can affect decision making. Hello? Don't make decisions when you are passing through stress. Go and sleep. <laughs> when you wake up, that's why you see our elderly people, they say, let me sleep over it. <laughs> but some of you just say it. Even when you wake up, you are not. So, don't take decision when you're under stress. Never, when you are dating a boy because of what the boy say, never say, never, I will never marry you again. The guy may take it serious and go. And when he has gone, you say, ah, Satan, I bind you. It's not Satan, it's your tongue. There are some of us, your mouth is like a tap of water. And when they lose their... There is time to keep quiet. Another trap to decision making is called perfectionism. Perfectionism. Perfection prevents action. Many of you want to start business, but you are looking for the right time. Hello, the right time will never come. There's no right time. I said it sometimes ago. Some of you, you look before you leap. Am I right? And some of us, we leap before we look. When you leap, anything you meet there faces squarely. There's no new thing under the sun. Well, let me begin to close. What are the decisions you need to make today? Number one, make a decision to stand out. Tell your neighbor, I will stand out. Say louder. Say louder. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, daughters and sons in the house today, mediocrity is a common place. Don't belong to that place. Hello? Sir, there is competition among mediocres. But among people that stand out, there's no competition. No competition. Hello? Make up your mind to stand out. Stand out. Stand out that people will not be able to do anything without you. Stand out. Are you a preacher? Be a preacher with a unique style. I'm not a TDJX. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not TDJX. This is me. Look for your own style and follow your style. Stand out. Hello? It is only original that succeed in this world of duplicates. Hello? Be original. Don't be a duplicate. Stand out. Dare to be different. Hello? Make up your mind that this world that I have come, 
I matter to this generation. I matter to this generation. Stand out. Can you say, I'm standing out? Say it louder. Say it louder. Mediocres. There are too much competition among mediocres. I know. Make up your mind that you are going to have a skill that not everybody has. Look for a skill that is beyond competition. Oh, Dr. Charles sent me a clip. This guy suffered in India. Today, he's one of the most paid workers in the IT industry with Google. Dear to be different. I know when everybody's wasting their time, make up your mind you won't waste your time. I know because the time you spend on phone doesn't come back to you. Doesn't come back to you. Cell phone is not achievement. It's not an achievement. Somebody may say, I have three lines. Congratulations. Among your contacts, how many persons can give you one million among your contacts? Some of you, when you miss call, you, it looks as if you have missed your destiny. <laughs> Irrelevant calls. Ah, sir. Well, apology to you guys in North America. Apology to the Americans. You know, if you invite an American as a preacher, if you are not careful, you are going to pay bills, especially when they are on phone. So, sir, then, we will invite Americans to Canaan land, and we will open our line. And you see the phone, their wife. Honey, how are you? What did you eat yesterday? Are you cooking? What are you cooking? They like talking irrelevancies. And by the time they bring the phone bill, the church you know what we did? The first time they arrived, we said, call your wife and give your wife this number. So after that, we block the line so that you can call out. Let her call you. If she's the one paying the bills, maybe she will talk like that. Ladies and gentlemen, the hour you spend on phone, it's a loss at times. If it's not business matter, if it's not a serious matter, forget about it. The hour we spend on social media. Wake up. Your phone is for important matters. Not to be checking. Where are you? Where are you for what? Somebody was greeting me. Say, good morning. Did you sleep well? I said, if I didn't sleep well, why am I talking to you now? I mean, what's the problem? Well, if I didn't sleep well, why am I talking? Particularly from the area we come from, say good morning. I'm just checking on you. Are you fine? Did you eat? Ah! Okay. <laughs> you know, I used to do that before, you know. Say, did you eat? Where are you? When did you become an immigration officer that is looking for me? <laughs> okay. Um, look, young guys here. I'd like you to make up your mind that you are going to matter in this generation. The mistake we made, don't make it. Are you getting me? Now is the time to spend on your studies and excel. If any boy tell you I love you, say wait first. You know why? Because man does not have expiry date. Okay, I didn't say the other way around. Number two, be excellent. Make a decision that you are going to be excellent. You are going to be what? Nobody can fight excellence. Make up your mind to be excellent. I always ask love questions because I saw the spirit of excellence in him. When we sit, I ask him questions. I know he will be asking, that, what's wrong with this man? 
Be excellent. Hello, be careful when you are preaching and people are clapping for you. Hello, hello, don't let anybody deceive you. When people are clapping for you, check the category of people clapping for you. They may be mediocre like you. They say, hallelujah, it's a lie. When people like Bishop Oedeko clap for you, Bill Gates clap for you, that is real clapping. Some of you, when you finish preaching, you call your wife, you say, how was it? Your wife will lie to you, say, oh, heaven came down. Because he knows if he lied to you, if he tell you the truth, you won't greet him again. Don't use your family members as yasty. Ask a coach, a coach that will be hard on you. So how was my presentation? One day I went to preach before Bishop Yedipu. I preached, you know, what I knew, he taught me. So I was reversing what he said. When I finished, I was panting. I said, thank you, sir. I said, how was it? He said, you bless me. I said, sir, sir. I knelt down. I said, please don't lie to me. <laughs> he said, you bless me. And he opened his notes and he showed me. Yeah, but I don't believe till now. Look for people that will tell you the truth. Say, how is my character? Ah, you are very good. It's a lie. When people are clapping for you, check the caliber of people clapping for you. Um, there's a program. Mama, I don't know, maybe they have, do they have, hello, choir. Do, there's a program we have in South Africa. I know they have it in America. They call it SA Idols. Uh, in Idols, I don't know. You have American Idols. No Canada Idols. So somebody should start it. Canadian? Okay. We have South Africa Idols. Please, go and watch it. Huh? If you see some people singing, you will ask yourself, what brought them here? And you know the funniest thing? Their family members will come with them. And when they feel, they begin to cry. I said, but if I'm your family member, I will tell you, <laughs> you, are, you, why are you going there? To try, you don't try luck life. Ladies and gentlemen, you need somebody that will be naked with you. Tell you the truth in love. In what? In love. And say, am I a marriage material? My daughter, you are not. <laughs> the way you are talking, they will chase you away from your marital house. You need it. You need it. But some of you, you deceive yourself because you are using the blood of Jesus. You know the blood of Jesus? That red thing. Because many of you are using the blood of Jesus. You think you are a marriage candidate. It's a lie. Marriage is more than lipstick and nails and makeup. Because you are trying to make things up, it may not make up. You know, when you are dating, you conceal many things. Marriage, open the eyes. Because you are using artificial nails, artificial this. I don't know the rest. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, be excellent. Okay, let me close this way. If you want to win in warfare, sir, never relate with everybody the same way. Hey. Pastor Larry, never relate with everybody the same way. Jesus had 12 disciples. Among them, he has five. He had three. Then he have one. You need somebody that you are afraid of that can talk truth to you and make you to shake. 
somebody that when they report you to him, your, your legs will be wobbling. There are many of you here, you don't have somebody you respect. Say, who cares? Eh? Does he pay my bills? That's the problem. You are still on one level. Say, I don't care. Does he pay my bills? That's a problem in North America. He may not pay your bills, but he can, he can prophesy your destiny. L let me close this way. Very funny. I've had interesting time with Dr. Charles. In my house, not in his house. Came to my house in South Africa. And early in the morning, he said there's a meeting. And he was talking to me. And it was too hot. You know what? I went on my knees and I started crying. I said, I'm sorry, sir. Although what he was saying was not 100%. Now, I said, I am sorry, sir. You know why? I made a covenant to put myself under him. You need to make covenant to put yourself under some people. People that when you are misbehaving, they can correct you. I knelt down, asked him, and I started crying. And the, 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 the maid or the one that is helping us in the house, after he said, why were you crying? I said, because I respect him. I place myself under his leadership. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to go far, you need somebody that can speak correction to you. Don't relate with everybody on the same level. There are people that when they come, you, you, you respect them. But some of you say, I don't care. If you don't fear people, you will not fear well. Rise up. Can you still stand? I'd like you to receive grace for quality decision-making. Hello? You need grace to manage your finances. Thank you. You need grace to manage your finances. Hello? You need grace to manage your relationship. Hello? You need grace. You need quality decision on serving God. Why will you be serving God Sunday to Sunday? Hello? When you make a quality decision today, your warfare will be terminated. Can I hear louder? Amen. Amen. Satan does not have power. The power is in decision making. Make up your mind that you will never fail. Hello? I'm looking forward to this church. I want to see multi-billionaires rising in this assembly. I want to see great businessmen rising in this assembly. Hello, you have been working for other people. When will they work for you? People that start business doesn't have two heads. One head. But they have management skill. Lift up your hand and receive the grace for management skill.